Hello, welcome to The Nightcap in the middle of the day. New for 2023, we're doing things a bit differently this year. It's been a lot harder to get guests, hasn't it, mate, over the last however long? It has. It's been a challenge. Many reasons, really. Mm. Um, Just everyone being short-staffed and getting people down here and the way we the way we do it so yeah, yeah. we just want to catch up about things in the industry stuff going on in our lives uh, in and out of food um, and just sort of like have this as a regular weekly catch up where we can chew the fat about everything that's going on and where better place to start than a brand new year brand new year brand new year brand new year but we will still be doing the guest yeah ones as before but yeah. yeah just more more podcasts basically exactly yeah we're going to try and do this every single week really and if you've got any questions or things you want to ask us you can slide into our DMs you know all the usual places at the nightcap underscore pod Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc, etc. Uh, but yeah, good place to start, mate. How was Christmas, New Year? Did you have a good one? Yeah, it was good. Pretty chilled, really. Yeah, yeah. Just loads of time with the kids. Loads of food and booze, as as you should. And yeah, yeah. we had a good night around my house, didn't we? Oh, yeah, that was great. Yeah, four that of was... us got through six bottles of wine. <laughs> yeah. That escalated. But it was sort of a last minute unplanned that. And they're it always was, the best yeah. ones where you don't, yeah. you don't expect to drink as much as you do. No, no. Like, well, you bought a bottle round and I opened a <laughs> nice bottle, like decanted it and everything. It was gone in like... <laughs> 10 minutes that and then bad. I just kept opening on I was like fuck that's six I know oh, fuck's it. it sounds bad when you recall it in the broad daylight like, yeah. yeah yeah well you and Hayley went home and me and, me and Marie stayed up for another hour or two I, I was on the whiskey yeah. put jazz on listen, uh, drinking whiskey and I woke up on the sofa on my own nice sat bottle right yeah. <laughs> but is that what you text me the next day you're right how's your head yeah. were you okay I was fine yeah 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 just a bit tired yeah yeah <laughs> it was a great night um, although when you because I mean it's always it's weird because I know you've spoken about like cooking for people outside of the kitchen like it's always because you don't you don't often get invited to people's houses for food because often people are just like oh no fucking hell Michelin star chef like, I don't want to invite him around that would be dreadful yeah but then likewise like when we come around to you and you're like oh I'll do, so, I'll do a bit of food we're like great and then it's not until I realised when we turned up like oh of course you're not just going to be doing a bit of food like it was fucking <laughs> amazing like you because you were making a risotto and you're like finishing it off when we got there and I was like oh brilliant I love risotto and then you whacked out this giant steak that I didn't even realise was coming I was like fuck me this is, this is outrageous yeah it was, you must take that for granted at this point but yeah because yeah, I was like to most it's like fuck me that's that's not a normal bit, night and dinner well I said to you come round we'll have some nibbles and booze and that and I was like well, well I'll do dinner I thought I'll just do something really simple risotto some some a roast rump cap of beef and then some salad and it was beautiful. super simple and it's just one of them things that it is it's perfect you. for having people around because yeah. it's literally you came in the kitchen I started the risotto then and it's like 15 18 yeah. minutes later ready yeah yeah beef was already resting and yeah and I had yeah, yeah it was nice we had what, loads of wild mushrooms but a squash in it oh that truffle cumin, and then finished it with white truffle because yeah. a bit left from the restaurant yeah see that <laughs> does, that must happen a lot though with like all chefs like there must be stuff that's not either going out of date or isn't going to get used or is not on the menu anymore do you do you just take bits home if you or is like bits, other members of the team like take that home? We're not going to use that. Yeah, bits and bobs. I'll let the team stay. Especially how we work with closing uh, for holidays and stuff. Mm. In the early days, we used to have loads of stuff left because I had an a la carte menu, and you know I'd just be telling the guys take it, take this piece of fish home, or take this cheese home because I don't I don't want it going off or in the yeah, bin. Like, eat yeah. it. That is and amazing. Bits of monkfish and and whatever or veg or all sorts really That's yeah it's not I wouldn't normally take truffle home but no. <laughs> <laughs> we did a beef and truffle night here and I just had a little bit of white truffle left and it's not going to last it out and it wasn't enough to be preserving so yeah shaved it over That's treat it was fucking incredible 
Um, beef and truffle night. What was the what was the gig for that? Oh, it was just a little um, little night we did up here um, in the school. It's because um, we're changing what we do up here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not going to be m- as as much of a cookery school anymore. We're going to do master classes and things. We've got a new guy starting next week, and we're going to do a lot more events like that. So private dinners, as we've always done, like you had with your yeah, family yeah, up yeah. here, and then just some um, you know different event nights. Uh, the only way I can say it, it sounds tacky as fuck, but theme nights. But I'm never going to call it that. But that just costumes, like, yeah, Abba nights, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> karaoke after. <laughs> yeah, like the big hotels do that yeah, pony nice. food. No, but something like we'll do beef and truffle. It might be something seasonal, or we might do get a wine producer around and we'll do it, and it'll be like a supper club table. That is cool. Up to yeah. ten covers of mixed guests. Because um, what we've always done up here is like we've restricted ourselves doing the food that we do downstairs in a sense and we do you know the private parties do really well and yeah. it's similar food to downstairs but like up here we don't have to protect it as much as downstairs yeah, that's so true actually all I've said to the guys I want you know the team downstairs getting involved with it as well it can be anything it's just as long as it's really good yeah. that's the only boundary it's yeah, got to yeah. be fucking good it could it could just be like I said we do an Italian wine night we just do a few courses and maybe some sharing food in the middle and it's just like fantastic food yeah, yeah. Do, don't, we don't rather than restricting ourselves and it, it has to, to be a mirror, mirror menu yeah it doesn't have to mirror what's going on downstairs necessarily exactly yeah yeah that's so great. yeah we're taking it in a new direction really yeah, really seeing what we can do how are you going to sc- is that going to be like a regular like a monthly thing a week like how's that going to um, trying to do a few things a week up here really so amazing private Private parties are easy to sell up here anyway, you know, four, six, eights and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other things, we'll just, we'll start doing them monthly and then just build them up and see what works, see what doesn't. Yeah, yeah try nice. it out, really. Over over Christmas, you guys were shut for how long? Fucking ages. Okay. Yeah, I'm still, still, still not like open until the Christmas period. 12th. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, we worked nearly up to Christmas this time. Last feels different to me this year and last year because sorry last year and the year before because we closed about the 18th mm-hmm. but this year we closed the 23rd so amazing it's two weeks but it with days off and everything either side it yeah, works feels like a long now. time though doesn't it so we reopen next Thursday everyone's back in Wednesday yeah oh, yeah mate, that's a dream considering how it used to be when you're starting out in your career and what it was like in hospitality and hotels like to now like, oh. what a fucking light and shade yeah exactly <laughs> I, I was saying this to you um, when you're around mine, especially around the Christmas, and loads of people listening will be able to appreciate it. Working over Christmas, the worst part is it's called the gooch. Mm. I don't know if anyone <laughs> has ever referred to it as that, but I've the always bit called it that. The bit between no man's land, yeah, yeah. no one likes it. <laughs> it's not fresh. <laughs> it's rough around the edges. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Christmas. I um, when I was younger, I never minded working Christmas Day. It was always good, th- good fun. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And there was a good buzz to it and I never had kids um, so it was never a big deal and New Year I didn't mind because I've never really celebrated New Year sure. but it's that bit in the middle it's yeah. just horrible in hotels yeah. it's just no one wants to be there no no, no yeah, it's, that. A, it's the gooch that, is that still a big part of the in, is that still as popular as it was like people hotels between Christmas and New Year yeah a lot of hotels do big packages and things and they'll of try course. and do wedding in the middle if they can and that to really stack it up because Got to make the money. When I was at Mallory, it was savage. Like we'd, they'd have a package of like Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day. I think and it was so much food that they had. And oh yeah, just just too much. It was ridiculous. And what happened with all the waste? Well, there wasn't really much waste. Oh, you had really? to be clever with the menus, but like yeah, your yeah. package would be 
like you, you afternoon tea at Christmas Eve, then an a la carte dinner or taste menu Christmas Eve night, then breakfast uh, Christmas Day, and then a big Christmas lunch in the restaurant, and then a buffet at night, mm-hmm. and then I think um, you could tag on Boxing Day lunch to the package as well, God, yeah. along with breakfast or whatever. It's just a lot of food, and yeah, then you do a similar much. package on New Year. You get that bit in the middle. Business sometimes die off a bit, but they'd always stick a fucking wedding. In. <laughs> God, it does sound awful. And it was it's more stock in it because so many suppliers like Johnny the Fish closes down. Yeah. Um so you've got to stock up well before you're getting everything in on the the twentieth, twenty to the twenty second, twenty third, last deliveries on Christmas Eve, which you don't get much. Mm. So you're overstocking and it's it's hard to manage. That's interesting. So like Johnny and other people, are they closing down because you guys are? Is it like a domino thing or I think with Johnny, yeah, I've never really asked him to be honest, but he always does like a two week lockdown. Yeah. You know, a lot of the you know, he uses day boat fishermen, a lot of them don't go out, so he can't yeah. get all the produce that he normally gets. So I think it's just yeah. I think it's probably more that. Because a lot of a lot of his businesses are open. Yeah, it's so true. It's such a weird time of year, though, isn't it? Because like from a radio background, it was sort of similar. Where, yeah, people are people are alive. They're still doing shit. But it just sort of Christmas. Everyone just stopped because no one could. be... It was like if we're all not bothered, should we all? It's like yeah. every industry's looking at each other. Should we all just do fuck all for a week? Should we all do that? <laughs> yeah. Should we just? It's like it's such an odd time. It is an odd time. And it's the it? only time of the year where I forget to call the days by the. The days. Yeah. It's like, I can't think of it. Oh, what are you doing Tuesday? What day's Tuesday? I don't, it's the 28th, the 30th. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You know, just like the days of the week go out the window at that point. It's they such do. a weird thing. It was nice this year because Esme kept getting the days wrong and like she'd never really done that before. She at age, I think I was dropping her back at her mum's um, the other day and she went, oh, it's uh, it's Thursday today, right? No, it's Saturday. <laughs> what? How? It's <laughs> <laughs> just really realized, old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the gooch. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Christmas food then, quickly. What was the, uh, was it a usual sort of menu and setup for you with uh, what you made? And um, yeah, it didn't, didn't, didn't do a lot, really. Just looked after the meat and stuff, really. Yeah, yeah it was right. just um, a bit of rib of beef and some ham, glazed ham. Yeah, just nice and simple. Yeah, I don't, you know, don't go all out with Christmas. No. No, not really. And then I always go to my mum's Boxing Day and she puts a spread on. And Does it's she? like so much random stuff as well it's wicked is it a beige fest or is she quite good like... no there's a, there's a right mix it's just a mad mix yeah, you know yeah. I mean it's pork and stuff in batches um, which is um, a bap or a roll for people outside the uh, cough yeah it's a Coventry thing. Right. very very just Coventry I've, no, I've never met anyone outside of Coventry that calls it a batch no neither have I I still don't really know where it comes from from I think you. I assume it's cooked because it's cooked in batches. Cooked in batches, yeah. I, I don't know. And an individual, it should be like a bat or yeah. a bat, like. Uh, but it's a very specific a batch, really. Like why? if you get a bread roll in a restaurant, that's a bread roll. It's not a batch. What because of the size? Yeah, because they're smaller and small rounder. Round. Batches are generally quite sort of. It's flat almost that they're not they're not quite round, but they're not quite square. They're sort of rounded, yeah. uh, rounded squared edges. I'd never that- call it a batch in a restaurant ever, but yeah, rounded. Generally, sometimes the the flat ones, you know yeah, I mean? or yeah, yeah. Like sometimes the crusty ones. But it's a batch. Yeah, bap sounds weird. Cob sounds weird. Bat- yeah, cob and is up weird. north somewhere they call it fucking barn cake. What is? Yeah, that? Uh, way too a long. Muffin. As well. yeah. It's not yeah. a muffin, is it? Muffin's got chocolate or blueberry in. The universal roll. I- Roll is stand like you could go anywhere in the country and call it a roll. Yeah. My only issue with roll is if you want sausage in it, you ask for a sausage roll. Yeah, that no, causes a lot of confusion. That is a good point. No, 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 that is, you, I'd never do that. It's a sausage batch. Oh, God, it's fucking mind. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, what else she serving? What else she doing? Um, yeah, just it's just a random mix of like some frozen bits heated up and then some salad and a huge pork pie. None of it really works, but it works. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Indian selection from that was always one. Like boxing that you got all this like leftover stuff, yeah. and then it was like we just bung a Chinese like M and S Chinese selection on the side. Like, <laughs> yeah. This makes no fucking sense. But yes, I will have a spring roll yeah. with the... I'll put that with Pick a lily. Yeah. <laughs> That's so fucking weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, New Year's pretty... Was that... A, Didn't do anything New Year. chilled. Just stayed at Marie's. What about you? Yeah, we um, we actually did a... It was just a family thing, but it was only like six of us. Um, and we decided that we'd all... Just to do something a bit different, we'd all bring some food from yeah. a different... But it all had to be from a different country. So it's mm. like a theme. So we got... Italy. Well, we got Thailand first because we'd just been for our honeymoon. Mm. So, like, you guys do Thai food, right? Buzzing. But then Haley over Christmas got a bread book, and she's really into to it. And yeah. she made a focaccia, and oh, it was gosh. really amazing. But it was it's fucking huge, and there's two <laughs> of us at home. So I was like, if we pivot to Italy, we can pinhole. We can straight away use this focaccia yeah. as part of our thing, and then I'll just whip up a couple of other bits. Ah, nice. Um, yeah, I did this, and I, I'm, I should have written this down. But I did this dish I'd never done before. It was super simple, and it was a it was Italian thing, which was like a spinach spinach sultanas pine nuts, and it was like a salad. But you you cook all the spinach down and wring it out to get rid of all the moisture, mm. and then it's like. Um, you get some butter that's sort of frothing and you put some pine nuts, some garlic and soaked sultanas and stuff in there. Oh, okay. You whip it all up together. Yeah. It's fucking beautiful. Sounds nice. It was yeah. so simple. But I'd never done it before. I followed, followed a quick recipe for it. Oh, okay. It was great. And it was one of those where you're like, you could bung this on the side of, of so many different things, especially yeah. Italian food. Like, it was really beautiful. So I learned how to do that one. And uh, what's the last thing I made? Uh, oh, I did some pasta, mm. um, which... I I think I'm getting better at some of my worst attempts at pasta. I realised were because I just wasn't kneading it for long enough. Yeah, that's because key. you you get it to the stage where it starts to go nice and smooth. So then in your mind you think oh, I've finished. It's done now. Whereas I properly set a timer and go right. When, once it gets to that smooth stage, I'm going for like another 10, 15 minutes. Like I'm yeah. just going to keep going. I don't think, can you get it can you go too far the other way or um, not you can but it's hard it's to it takes too yeah, long to. you really just want to build up that gluten yeah, yeah, yeah. It, give it the right texture and then it's so satisfying when it comes out and yeah. the, the setting on the pasta machine where you put it through as a sheet and it comes out like yeah. spaghetti it's just oh, like nice. fucking amazing I love oh, it lovely. Nice. Uh, so yeah did that for New Year um, but otherwise pretty quiet one um, so when you you guys open again when next, is it next week 12th 12th yeah so you are you already like starting to think like menu this like that is it good yeah, do, I mean, do you always want to change it up quite a bit when you come to this side yeah, of Christmas all, or is it still pretty much yeah we always there'll be a few dishes the same because like you don't want to come back change, come back to a whole new menu and stitch everybody up everyone's yeah. a little bit fresh faced <laughs> yeah. anyway not yeah, you yeah. know so and the, it stitch the restaurant team up and you know, the wines it has such a knock on effect yeah, so there'll be true. a few changes be like, like, the good news is the carrot dish is still on yeah <laughs> first thing I'm going to say <laughs> yes that'll still be on <laughs> but I'll let Laura lead it you know I mean I don't you know, also we'll always have conversations about it about what what we want to change, and she's always doing dishes for me up and stuff. But um, it doesn't feel right if I lead it and start doing it. I let her do it, come to me, and then we're involved in it together. Yeah, yeah, nice. And let her take it on, and she has some ownership over it. Then, how long has she been in her new roles as fully um, fledged head chef now? July last year. So about six, seven months. No, no. Oh, sorry, not last year. year before. Oh, year before. So 18 yeah, months. Yeah. yeah, I'm still in 2022. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah 18, 18 months. months. 
does it feel do you feel like in a proper groove with that now because it must have been a big adjustment at, at the start having to com- not completely take the reins over um, not over. not really I mean it, she might say differently but it was so gradual mm. and she knew it anyway she wasn't a new starter yeah, yeah. and I've been given a you know I've always said to to everyone the way promotion works for me is when you get promoted you sh- you shouldn't be doing anything different mm. you sh- you should already be doing the role yeah, and yeah. then you get promoted if that makes sense you uh-huh. don't get promoted like right you've got loads now more to got, do you've got something different this to do responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's how I've always promoted people they start doing the stuff taking it on mm. and they get promoted because yeah. how do you know they're going to be able to do it otherwise? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, so yeah it's been gradual and me stepping back and leaving her to it more gradually with you know obviously with London and nice. other things going on um, Ooh, so can you, can yeah. you talk about London a bit more? Yeah, we yeah. can a bit. Yeah, yeah. Go on, then. Yeah, uh, can't say not. too much, but yeah, opening um, restaurant in London. Fuck knows when. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually viewed it April 2021. Like, Did you? That was when wow. I first viewed it. It was still a bit lockdown-y. Yeah, yeah, Went yeah. Went down yeah. there, had a look. Um, and then, yeah, we've been working on it ever since and there's been delays for this that and the other um but we're all signed and contracts exchanged now mm-hmm. so it's all on the contractors starting really yeah. and contractors are a fucking annoying because yeah, sure. they're, they're short staffed and busy as well doing loads of other stuff yeah exactly yeah. so they sh- hopefully start in next week i think and if they do we should be open april brilliant I'll, I'll, um, that's perfect timing we've been able to talk about it on here as, as hopefully you get closer to it and exactly, menus yeah, coming out and stuff, like and stuff. Uh, very very different concept to salt yeah yeah, yeah. yeah not somewhere I'm not going to be cooking really do you feel that now that like salt's been established for some time you know little, little things like being on TV a little bit more we've done the podcast for a few years and stuff and now you've got like TikTok's a huge thing for you does that feel like a bit more or any sort of pressure when you're opening a new venture because there'll be some eyes on you, there'll be scrutiny, there'll be people like, to, like do you feel a bit of yeah, pressure? Yeah, definitely. I mean, there was a lot of pressure opening this, but it was a bit safer, really. And, you know, people in the industry like knew I was, people in Stratford didn't really. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a bit a bit safer doing it. There wasn't much expectation. So people coming in just, you know, they see oh, another restaurant in Stratford. And yeah, like, sure. Oh, fuck, it's actually good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I turn up for the books. It's not a chain. Yeah. It's not Bella Italia. It's a chain. Just a fucking uh, pre-theatre, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so um, with this one, it's different and it's London. I mean, we're in Camden. It's a small site. You know, not, it's not a big grand site in a five-star hotel or anything like that. Um, but still, it's it's London and you know, the first time you're opening in London. So yeah, there's a definite pressure and there'll be an, there'll be an expectation. Yeah, yeah, of course. If anyone hears, yeah, Mission Star Chef opening in London, there's naturally yeah, so there's an expectation. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So just got to be clear on the PR really that it's not salt. It's not going to be taster menu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's a different concept. Are you, how often do you imagine going down? Um, at first, a couple of days a week. Yeah, really. yeah. I think Thursday, Fridays, generally maybe. Some of the days, um, it depends on the team. I've got to start recruiting. I haven't got anyone. So if anyone wants a job, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, we're looking for a team front and back of house. Um, we're going to get more people slide into our DMs for wanting a job at your new place than asking us questions on the podcast. <laughs> like, love the podcast. Uh, any chance I can get a job down at Paul? <laughs> well, maybe. Or, or just go into my DMs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Save the admin. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's just just. Just get it's just pitching it right, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
What's uh, I know another reason why you love going down to London. Your new gadget, your new toy. Oh yeah, I saw in your kitchen the other day. It's fucking brilliant. Oh, I'm mate, so it's jealous. Sick. Main reason I got it is because of here. I live. It's like one point eight miles from here, which is close. Yeah. But to walk it, it's thirty five minutes, which I don't mind. The summer's lovely, mm. but. You know, you don't want to... At do the end some, of the shift. Yeah, at the end of yeah, the shift, yeah, it's yeah. an arsehole. Or even if you want to do it, say, if you wanted to do it a couple of times a day. Mm. But getting here, it can take 20, 30 minutes. It's, a, it's, prop, so close. it's a proper sweet spot, though, because yeah. I think it's it's vital in you being able to justify it. Because if you lived closer, mm. like a 15-minute walk, it'd be hard. you'd be like, that's just lazy if I'm not walking. Yeah. But if you live further away, it'd be a walk would be out of the question. Exactly. So you are properly... I don't know what the rule should be, but that... Was yeah. it three point five miles? You said at one point. One point eight. Sorry, 1. yeah, 8. like one point eight. That is a thirty-five minutes. That Sweet is a, spot for that. I get seven minutes on that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's brilliant. Love it. So and they are. I mean, Esme told me off because she knows that they're illegal. <laughs> still, so I'm not allowed to drive. So I took her out on it. What? Yeah, and she was like loving yeah, it. Just in the car park where I live, just bombing it around. She was it. But she like just the fear of it. She grabbed onto the throttle. Oh and no! It goes faster. I was like trying to peel her hand off. Because I couldn't slow it down. <laughs> yeah. What, what what element is illegal on the um, roads or just in general? We just don't it know. Will it will get changed soon. It's kind of like, you know, one of them where technology moves faster than our piece of shit slow government. Yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. it just, like, the laws take so long. Yeah. That it, it's just, like, moved so long. Um, so, I mean, I can't remember, to be honest. You can't ride it on the path. And I definitely don't do that. Um <laughs> I don't think you can ride it on the road or bicycle <laughs> lanes, and I definitely don't do that either. Um, but I go past my, my way in here. I go past the police station, loads of cops, so no one's ever said anything. Nah. And I take it to London, and it's so handy. Yeah, and everyone's they? on them there because you can hire them, so nobody well, bats exactly. an eyelid. That's what, is how are they legal? If you can hire them in loads of cities. Well, like, I think that yeah. is that like a scam or something because they want you to buy them once. Yeah, I guess um, so. And I think they're in. Are they insured or something? Yeah, there must be an insurance good. issue. Yeah. I don't really know. I just bought it. It's fucking yeah, brilliant. Great. I'm so jealous. I was doing that classic thing on the way home to <laughs> Hayley being like, can I, could I justify it? And she was like, no, you've never, like, there's nothing in our village that I'd need it for. No, everything's close to Everything's you, really it? close. And then, every, and then everything else is too far away. too far. Way too far. Oh yeah, you'd kill yourself on those roads. That's nearly, that's nearly four and a bit miles on like 60 mile an hour roads. I yeah, don't think I'd feel safe I mean, I cycle up past yours now though and that's, a bit dodge sometimes, no, yeah. but not on a scooter. So there is no. But it'd be wicked coming, you know, down that hill where the engine restaurant is. Mm. It'd be good oh, coming down mate. there. Yeah, that'd be amazing. <laughs> oh, fuck, I'm so jealous. <laughs> um, what else was there that I was going to bring up today? Oh yeah, one thing we talked about briefly the other day was um, yeah, Haley and I were in Thailand. I mean, yeah, we've talked about it on the podcast before, but I thought it was worth revisiting about like cheap food yeah and it's just one thing that bugs me so much because um you know when we were in thailand we were we were almost challenging ourselves to find somewhere that looked like the arse end of nothing and it's just impossible to find bad food like the cheap it doesn't Mm. matter how cheap or expensive it was like it was just brilliantly done it was like even if those that were catering for you couldn't afford they'd they'd eat off the land around them they'd own chickens they would like it was it was just unbelievable, and just and how far up with it as yeah. well. They're just yeah, exactly. Ingrained it's in their it's ingrained, it's well put, and it was really interesting because when we came back here, it 
after two or three days, almost simultaneously, after just a few breakfast, lunches, and dinners, Haley and I looked at each other and we were just like, I feel like fucking shit. <laughs> like, we'd been at, we were out there, we, we were on our honeymoon. We'd been there for like three weeks. We drank nearly every, we drank yeah. every day, nearly every day. We drank every fucking day. But you, the food is so like lean, good for you, proper. Even when we were having like noodles and rice and things, like mm. you're having some carbs, but otherwise there's loads of meat, there's loads of fresh fruit and vegetables. Loads, Their yeah. curries aren't thick and creamy, and but like they're really, they're quite watery, they're quite, but they're mm. really, the flavours are next level. Yeah, coconut milk, not cream and yeah. stuff like that. Used you come back here and slip into normality and that normality when you realise is like Sainsbury's, oh, there's loads of supermarkets, but like a Sainsbury's loaf of bread full of Enums and full of that and that's just for breakfast and then for lunch, like, oh, I'll have a sandwich with the shitty bread again. And yeah. I just like, you slip slip back into that and I'm just like, are just we caught? Away. Are we caught at them? Are we absolutely doing this wrong? Like, how do you get out, break out of this cycle? I don't know. It's a hard way to break out. There's availability of stuff the best thing about being out there you're not cooking anything you're yeah that's true so <laughs> yeah, that's, oh, I, did, I didn't think about that I didn't have to lift a fucking finger yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> it's all done for you yeah, yeah. Um, which is obviously a bonus um, it is hard and it's just a very different way of life like I remember saying to you how because I went to Thailand for my honeymoon as well yeah. and I didn't even notice till I think we we're about halfway through we went out to like I think we found like almost like a bit of a coffee shop and shared a cake and had a cappuccino. Yeah. And I was like, why am I so bloated? <laughs> yeah. And I just hadn't eaten anything like yeah. that yeah. for days and days. And you know, I was just like, I've not had dairy and I've had really light food, mm. really fresh, loads of veg and meat and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it just, it, it takes you that to notice it. Yeah. But it, it's so culturally different, isn't it? Exactly. Like going out there and just, just what they do. And one of the big things I think is like we, like you said, we've, we've said it before on the podcast um, about, you know, street food. We don't do it over here. Street yeah. food is well, a premium product we, we over do, here. Yeah, we do. But it's like an organised market in a fancy area of, of a town or city. Yeah. And it's eight quid for like three bites. But that, yeah. that's fine. And there's a market for that. But it's, it's posh it street food. It's, it's not yeah, authentic. It's, not, it's just not street food. Someone, yeah. I did a TikTok live last night and somebody asked me, what do you think to fancy street food? I said, it doesn't fucking exist. Yeah, that's it's an oxymoron, like, isn't it? It is an oxymoron, completely. Yeah. Um, and I went on a massive rant about it. <laughs> what? You? What the fuck? <laughs> no, no, yeah. It's not like me, is it? Um, but I think, like, thinking about it, I think one of the issues is supply chains is a big issue for us. And there's so many, so much um, restriction. Um, we've got, you know, we're on an island where it's shit in winter and we don't grow anything. So we're very reliant on mm-hmm. other things. And there's so many costs involved in the supply chain. But, you know, what I know about areas like Thailand is like they just do a lot of stuff themselves. The produce is so readily available. Yeah. It doesn't have to go through several different people and checks and yeah. legislation and taxes and stuff. It's just it's just there and it's cheap and it's available. Mm-hmm. You know, like I've said to you before, you want, you, you know, when I was in Mexico, we pulled up on a, a like an equivalent of an A-road and there was this nasty old battered van. Yeah. And some of the best tacos I've ever eaten in my life, you know, fresh corn um, taco, you know, some cow's head, beautiful limes, just really tasty, lovely salsa and avocado just chopped up on it. Mm. You do that, you go down the A46 here on oh, Coventry, yeah. it's a James frozen Cafe. burger and a <laughs> yeah. shitty batch yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, on, yeah. on the van on the side of the road. So true. That's our version. That's just mental. We cannot do cheap food well. But we I just don't, cannot. I don't know whether there is a way, there's a path to that from where we are. Because I don't know what the answer is, you know. 
because we're such we're so consumer based and cut, we're so capitalistic in our mindset. There are benefits to that. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm, it's not a political thing for me necessarily, but but it feels like we've lost a little bit of that like definitely yeah connection with land and sea. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, and you know, like you know, I'm I'm obviously guilty of it, but we want to commercialize everything we do, like fancy street food yes yeah you know it has to be and make it into something big if you went to a street food event you'd get some nice food you get some pony food but you probably <laughs> if you went with Haley, you'd do 50 quid on food yeah it's so true i must right this is another thing that bugs me about street food in the uk now again i get like margins and shit like everyone's out to to do well aren't they but you go to a street food vendor here and you can guarantee that 90 percent of them will be blah 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 with chips yeah I don't want the, the chips. Like, especially coming to a street food thing here, it's yeah. often like loads of tables out. in the middle. There's like, you know, 20 street food vendors. If I go to the Jamaican place for some beautiful jerk chicken and chips, I'm full yeah. and I've missed out on all these. I would rather they serve something for four quid that's just some meat with some sauce or some salad, keep the chips away. I don't want to get full. Yeah. And then I'll go to all the others as well. Yeah. Yeah, and it doesn't right, yeah. seem to be anywhere near enough of that. It's always with chips or loads of bread or it's loads like of... It's like a full meal. Yeah. yeah. And I guess like they're thinking, well, if we're charging 10 quid, like if we you know, fill them up with chips, like they'll feel full. And I get that. And yeah. Maybe it's cynical of me, but I don't they want, want it. Upsell as well. Yeah. You know, yeah they want like, you to buy the chips from them. They want you to buy the drinks from them. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I get you, it. It's just a shame. Where do you stand on loaded fries? Uh, they're all right. Obviously, they generally come with fucking cheese all over them, don't they? <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's not, not really me. They're, they're a bit messy to eat, aren't they? Um, yeah, 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 they're all right. I yeah. think people get their knobs out a bit and get a bit excited about them, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it's fries with I think it's fries with stuff on. It it's is quite nice. It is quite nice. I, I think it's one of those where they look. They always taste. They always taste good, but they look better than. They really are. Yeah. It, and the middle loaded. ones end up a bit soggy and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Oh, and, they do. Too soggy. Yeah. It's like people, I'd rather even, I don't mind gravy on chips like the Northern way, but I don't want it on the chips, I want it on the side so I can dip it in. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to exactly. just, do not drench that. I'm happy just with some piri piri salt on my chips. Mm. It's amazing. Really? Yeah. <laughs> simple, simple as that. Okay, so it's this sort of time of year that Michelin announces their... Yeah, it's all yeah, changed since yeah, it's COVID. All, it's all got a bit weird now, it, but... It's, it had moved. It was october time, wasn't it, before? Yeah, it was always January, then a good few years ago, it moved to October, and then, like, the past couple of years. Last year, they did it in February, but it was yeah. just a press release. There was no party. Shame. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> love a party. Yeah. Um, and so then, everyone in hospitality, a night off for a party, like, come on. Yeah. What are they doing? It's oh, obvious. Exactly. Everyone yeah, wants to great. Um... But yeah, like a lot of places in Europe had the sort of awards night, but for some reason they didn't over here. I don't know why. And the year before, it was I think it was Davina who did it. Um, oh yeah, yeah online because it, it was January proper was. lockdown, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but this year, I don't know. The rumor mill hasn't really started yet, and you know what that gets like. Mm. Um, I think everyone's just getting Christmas and everything out of yeah. the way, and then it'll be Simon Holston you hear from first. Won't <laughs> yeah, <you>? probably <laughs> straight on it, straight, <laughs> straight on the blower. Um, yeah, so I haven't really, haven't really heard anything. Even the the press, the catering press, haven't really done anything yet. My assumption is it'll be around the corner February time, but yeah. I've got no idea. Do you do? Do you get a little pit in your stomach about it? Just like obviously, I think you not... do when you find out the date. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But if you get an invite <laughs> to it, then you, yeah. you kind of know yeah. you're all right. Um, yeah. So yeah, just waiting on that. Really, people have told me that there's going to be an awards night in Birmingham, but I I don't yeah. know how true that is. Interesting. You know, Central. a lot of chefs make shit up around this time. <laughs> yeah. A lot of chefs think they know. <laughs> and a lot of them don't. They just wait. 
yeah. Birmingham makes sense. It does, yeah. Because it's close to me, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah perfect for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, said I suppose, I mean, yeah, like London's got the most Michelin stars, isn't it? But they are everywhere. So doing it in central location would make sense. Yeah, especially for the guys up in Scotland and up north. It yeah. just kind of makes it a bit more more central and if they mix it up. Definitely. But that just might be just complete bullshit. I don't know. Yeah. It might be true. I don't know. Obviously, you don't have to say, but like between you and your mates in the industry have you like chatted to anyone about oh, i reckon that they could get a second one or there's a new place coming up that i reckon they could be in with a shout are there any particular i don't know if my head i've been so off the radar with it like with the past few months and christmas and everything yeah, yeah. i've not really been not really been thinking about it to be honest with you no fair so um yeah i'll have to have a think about it i'll have to talk about it next week or yeah, whatever yeah. see good idea see what's what or if anyone out there is listening send us some record you know uh, any suggestions of who you think will get one or something like that that'd be great it could be your local place or it could be somewhere you work you just want to shout it out yeah yeah feel free to message us yeah and we'll have a look and we'll see what we think well yeah it's <laughs> on the website only like yeah. no been there. website and instagram <laughs> content yeah tony's out in um ireland now um, oh yeah of course yeah so i imagine he'll TP. keep um yeah T- tp <laughs> i imagine he'll keep the one that they've got there yeah um you know and i think he's like i said before i think he was when he was at the Tudor room, he was very close to two. Um, but there was issues with the hotel there. Like he had the great restaurant within it, but the yeah. hotel was the hotel. Yeah, sure. Um, but he's a, the hotel now is much, much better. It's much more suited to, to him. Style. And it just works. Yeah, it kind yeah. of Big change you, in life though, straight, you know, to go straight up to room Ireland, and to go straight to Ireland like that. That's exactly. no mean feat, isn't it? So. No, not at all. I think he went out in September time. Yeah. But yeah, he seems to be doing well. You've got, you've got to go out there soon, haven't you? To go and... Oh yeah, yeah, I want to yeah, go out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've not been to Ireland for years. No. Never been. I've never, never been. been. No, oh, weird, isn't it? No, no. I mean, it's just there on your doorstep. It's like, meh. yeah, it's not. It's like, I've been to Thailand. Never, never been to Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've never been to Scotland in my life. Really? No, I'd love yeah, to that's go. That's fucking weird when you think about it. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, it is. And I'd love to go. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I don't think there's too much to to go through. Unless there's any, have you got anything upcoming in the next week or so, or any meals out, any stuff planned? Uh, no, nothing really. I've, we're close still, but I'll be doing a bit of work here. I've got a lot of sorting to do here and mm-hmm. some admin stuff and stuff for London and then TikTok. I do a lot of TikTok stuff oh, yeah, for yeah. Unilever now. That was funny. It hit home when, when we came around for dinner and like oh, you've still got like your camera apparatus up in the kitchen. <laughs> it's just part of the furniture of the kitchen now, <laughs> yeah, isn't it? it? Yeah, it it's is. It's so weird. It Are you enjoying it? Doing that? Yeah, it is. I don't do a lot on my own because um, obviously it, it's... I didn't make any money off it. It's kind of very low on my list of priorities, but it's got quite a big following now. It's mm. doing all right. Um, most of my stuff is uh, antagonistic or <laughs> yeah. sarcastic. Yeah, sure. And um, it's just just good fun, really. It engages yeah. people. That's great. Um, like I did a veganuary day, veganuary dish the other day. Yeah. From the meat book. Did you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was it? It was um, a pork ribeye. <laughs> that is very veganuary. Yes, it was. Well, I just made this whole speech back, and it was just tongue in cheek and. Yeah, people took it took it well. You know, it's all about you know. Yes, I take the piss out of vegans, and um, <laughs> especially on here. But I've given. I'm gonna, um, you know, I'm gonna cook vegan dishes throughout uh, January, and then I got my book and it's like, from this book, I'm gonna do a pork ribeye. And it's like, well, look, basically this pig was it, it was uh, grown up on plants, so the pig's plant based. Yeah. So if yeah. you go back. That's good the point. The history of the dish, the dish is plant-based. That is good point. Yeah, fair. <laughs> I mean, I, I tenuous, it. but um, yeah, so just just did that. And I'll, I'll, I'm going to do a couple of dishes from the meat book. It helps sort of promote the book and, you know, just wind up some some vegans. Yeah, nice. Which is fun. Um, but yeah, I do stuff for Unilever now. So that's like a mm. priority thing that I have yeah. to do. Good fun. What's your handle on there for people to find you? Paul Foster Chef. 
Cool. Yeah. Nice uniform. Yes. Cool platform. Keep on the same. Nice one. Thanks so much for, for listening, guys. As we said, we're going to do this uh, every week for the foreseeable. We'll still yeah. have the usual series. We'll ha- get all the, the chefs in with Boiling Point and all the stories, cowboy stuff. But um, otherwise, weekly, send us your questions. We'll chat about it. Anything going on in the world of food, yeah, uh, we are here for you. See you next week. Cool. See you later. <laughs> Thank you.